you know, the, the alignment, the approach, and then, you know, it's gotta, it's gotta deliver too. So you gotta have a good, uh, you know, so those things I would say, you know, having, having the alignment to business priorities is, is key. Second one is the approach. And then the, the, um, you know, the, the, the third one is, I I would say a lot of customers want to see some sort of social proof. Hi, this is Zia here and welcome to this podcast on Selling to Enterprises. Each episode is an interview with either a successful sales leader to discuss best practices of selling to enterprises or a senior enterprise executive who is a decision maker or a key influencer in the enterprise buying process to discuss their experiences of working with external sales organizations. Welcome to the podcast on Selling to Enterprises. Our guest today is Peter Galdi, Senior Enterprise Account Executive at Signavio. Pete, welcome. Thanks for joining. Thanks for having me, Zia. Thank you. Let's get this thing started. Uh, Pete, love, love to know about um, your story in your own words, right? Tell us about your journey so far. Where did you start? You know, connect the dots for us, if you may. Sure. You know, happy to. Happy to. Yeah. So been in been in the enterprise uh, software technology space now for geez, a little over 10 years now, I, I would say um, probably probably more than that. <laughs> but uh, no, I started uh, obviously, you know, it's different, different roles. Um you know, out of college, worked for worked for for Budweiser there for a little bit. Uh, then went and was selling diamonds actually for a little bit. And then, um, you know, at some point in my my later twenties, decided to get into uh, technology and, and started at a um, a a startup that was uh, it was in the enterprise architecture space. And it was uh, it was a, a European company based out of Germany um, called Alphabet, and was uh, making its its move into the the U.S. market, into North American market. So started there. There in my uh, in the um, business development role, did that for for a little while there, and then moved into an, an outside sales role. Um, and so I was there for a few years, and then we we actually got acquired by by Software AG. So it was was um, was over at Software AG for for a while. So I'm like almost seven years. So um, it was uh, it was a great ride over there. I was uh, you know when I first came over there, I didn't didn't think it was. Um, it was really for me, and then uh, you know ended up staying there for seven years, and it was, it was a great company to to work for. So it was uh, it was it was it was definitely a great ride over there. And then about a little over a year ago, I decided that uh, you know wanted to get back into a small organization and you know start maybe maybe uh, work on building something up a little bit. And so uh, came over to Signavio that was was playing in a similar space to what I was um, you know what I was selling over there at uh, at Software AG with our with our Ares platform and. Uh, was, is a little bit different being in a, a company primarily being uh, in lockdown almost the, the whole whole time there. So it's uh, you know it's just interesting kind of um, you know getting to know your colleagues all on all on Zoom. <laughs> it's kind of a different world. Uh, you know, not having sitting down and just having a beer with them and just um, you know more more small talk. A lot of stuff is more more planned, and uh, you're, you know you're, a lot of meetings you're you're on is is there to talk about the subject at hand, not uh, not a lot of other stuff. But uh, but but it's, it's been a, it's been a great company. I can't say enough good things about uh, about Signavio. It's been it's been a you know great move. I was definitely happy I made the move and uh, and just loved loved working here. And I I think as far as a company that was able to you know handle things during a pandemic, I I mean I can't even think of a better way that they could have done it. Uh, in that in that time when things when things hit and when you know that whole whole changed around and um you know what what they 
what they did with the people, the employees during that time, I think has been fantastic. And it's something that, you know, there's no, there's no playbook for it's never been done before. And, you know, this is a once in a lifetime thing. There's no, there's no rule book to say this is the way to do it, you know, but I think the way that they, they handled it was, was fantastic. And then, you know, Past that, uh, about a month ago, we were acquired by uh, SAP. So now I'm um, uh, part of the SAP Business Process Intelligence team. So um, yeah, I would say it's been it's been a ride going from kind of big to small, and then small to big again. So it's uh, it's uh, it's fun, but I, I I love you know love the 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 industry and uh, you know the unknown of what's gonna what's gonna come tomorrow. You know, it's uh, it's uh, especially with, with that with things changing and companies getting acquired and merging and things like that and being a part of it. It's a fun ride. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, and and uh, where were you born, uh, Pete? Uh, where, where did you get started uh, in U.S.? Where did you get to school? Uh, yeah, so I was I was actually born in Vermont. So I grew up in uh, right outside of Burlington, Vermont, and then and then came down to the Boston area to go to uh, to college. I went to Stonehill College, which is right outside of Boston, and ended up staying around around here. Uh, you know, from that. So yeah, met my wife in the in the Boston area, and then um, you know moved moved. We're, we're living in the city, and then moved uh, you know outside of the city a little little closer to her, uh, her her parents and stuff. So we're now in the burbs and uh, have two young kids, um, six and three, and uh, all is great. Awesome. Congratulations on that. Tell us a little bit about Signavio. Uh, and again, congratulations on the uh, acquisition by SAP. That's obviously seems to be like a great fit. Uh, tell us about Signavio. Uh, who do you sell to? What kind of enterprises, your target personas and, and stuff like that? Yeah, so... Um, Signavio is a uh, business, I would say, business process management platform. And uh, what it is that we do is we we bring together the two, I would say, the two different uh, domains of, of process management. So there's really process modeling, which is um, you know a, a repository to collect what your what your process models look like, um, how you're operating as a company, how your people work, how your systems operate. How you serve your customers and bringing that into a, a repository that can be shared across different domains, different different landscapes, different regions in your organization to you know to see what is the what is the current uh, steps need to be taken for for certain business processes. And uh, we've we've been doing that for a while. That's how the company started really back in uh, two thousand nine. Was really based on the the modeling repository and that collaborative approach to uh, to managing business processes. And then um, uh, I would say a few years ago, decided to, to bring in some newer technologies that are in the process management space around, um, around process mining and process intelligence. And that is where you're, you're actually looking at the data that resides in the applications or systems that are, are running some of those digital processes in your organization. And those systems leave behind footprints in the form of, of log files that we can harvest and collect and then be able to automatically generate diagrams, dashboards around how your process is running. So finding out things where there may be uh, bottlenecks, there may be long cycle times in certain things. Some of those cycle times may be, may be impacting the customer experience in a negative way. So being able to uncover that information through solely through the data that resides in your system is really what uh, what process mining is and bringing those two worlds together has really been the unique approach i would say that that signavio brings is you know looking at it from the perspective of of the mining in your data 
um, your systems through, you know, and really more around cost cutting and uh, things like that are, are found under, under that, under that hood. And then looking at uh, the, the modeling piece more as a way to, to um, collaborate on change and then also to communicate on change to your organization. So being able to, a lot of times when you're, you're changing the way you operate, you're incorporating um, obviously business users for, for a lot of the business logic on it, but you're also incorporating, you know, your risk and controls team because, you know, business may change something, but it may put you out of compliance. And, uh, you know, those guys need to, to chime in and say, no, that can't be done. Or we need to, to change a little bit because that's going to um, put us at risk. So, um, you know, having those, those groups collaborate in there and then also IT to collaborate in there to say, okay, these are, you know, these are the systems that can be used to fill this and, you know, we're going to be on this version and things like that. And then they're also the ones that, that need to, a lot of times when you're making changes a lot in today's world, it's, it's a lot around automation. And so they're, they're the ones that usually, um, I would say, own those automation tools and be able to, to bring those into play when you're changing a process for, for automating purposes. Great, great. And that, that seems to be much different than uh, uh, selling diamonds though, right? <laughs> <laughs> Who, who do you sell to? Who's, who's a typical buyer? Uh, could, could you give us a lay of the land in terms of who's buying from you and what is the process like, especially the sales side of things? Yeah, so it's, uh, I would say, different, some different personas that we're, we're, we're selling to. Uh, obviously, process owners are, are usually a big one that's, uh, that's buying from us, business analysts. Um, I've seen a lot more that are in recently more in like a, a GBS or global business services or an automation COE or a transformation COE that have uh, you know been usually been usually buying from us because they're they're the ones that have usually been tasked with a lot of the automation and digital transformation initiatives and um, a lot of those things are are changes required and so. You know, we we are the, the company to, to help you manage change and communicate change. So you know, it's it's a good fit to bring bring us together with a lot of those those automation initiatives that are out there around process. And then and then things like you know, obviously CIO and COO are also a good target. They're just a little tougher to get in front of under Signavio, but I would say it's a different different story under SAP. It's uh, usually had those 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 connections already established at. at uh, under the the SAP wing. So when you approach potential clients or you know what we feel as prospects, how do you go about it? Especially in today's world where it's not just easy to pick up the phone and call, right? So how are you able to get in front of the right people? Yeah, I mean that's uh you know that's a that's a tough part. I would say that there's um, I mean obviously when you're when you're uh, have no name recognition, the toughest part is just getting in the door, just getting someone to listen to what you have. Um, but the the um, I feel like a lot of the companies I've worked for. Have not had that name recognition even even at uh, at Software AG, which was a large uh, organization. It's still it was still a European company that didn't have the the U.S. name recognition over here, and it was primarily middleware, which is um, it's it's really an IT focused product. So you know anyone outside of IT would would never really have any. Any interaction with uh, with software AG there from from that standpoint. So I, I would say that it's it's more you know doing the research on the company and um, you know align alignment. I feel like is the the biggest um, piece of just getting in front of people. It's really finding you know and a lot of times it, it is a it is a needle in a haystack where it's uh, you know getting getting the right um, 
the right timing on there and finding, you know, a company and people within the company that have the business priorities that are ones top of mind that align directly with the technology you're providing or the solution you're providing. So, you know, being able to find that and and uh, look at that alignment is I I feel like the, you know, been been the best way to get in front of a lot of a lot of the the people that um, you know, when you don't have that name recognition. And it's a, it's a, it's a numbers game too. So, it's a lot of uh you know, just uh, I would say reaching out to a lot of different people and every every avenue necessary in today's world. So you know, LinkedIn, uh, email, phone, uh, everything under the sun. And it's um, you know, there's there was a, approaches I used to take sometimes in the past, which was which was um, you know, sending things to the office that to get attention. And you know, that's that's changed now because no one's at the office, so you have to kind of think of some different ways to just just get attention from some of the people there. So once you you know, once you find out what that uh, what those priorities are, I mean, I go back to you know when you and I were working on uh, Stanley Black and Decker. I knew that they had you know through through discussions and through um, my own research there had had identified that they had large. Uh, IOT initiatives, you know, both internally in their own factories, but also at their end devices that were going, the tools that were going to the customers. And, um, you know, at Software AG, we were, we had a, an IOT platform. So it was, it was more or less just, just biting down like a dog on a bone and just saying, okay, I know that you guys have this initiative and I know we can help. And, uh, you know, making sure that uh, you find everyone under the sun within the company that's, that's working on that and, and get in front of them. One way or another. Yeah, I know it's a it's a different time, right? Uh, do, do you, you leverage any kind of tools currently? Uh, any anything outside of Signavio to to kind of help you on a day to day sales basis or get in front of new prospects and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. I, would, I mean, I always uh, leverage a good amount of tools out there. So, um, and that's you know, there's always new ones coming out. I know a couple of the, the guys on our on our um, business development team are oftentimes giving me insight into some of the new ones that are out there that they're using to just get in touch with people. But I would, I would say the the top ones that I use on a regular daily basis really are, are obviously LinkedIn. That one's a necessity for today's world and, and business and B2B. Um, so LinkedIn obviously is one of them. Um, also using uh, like Zoom info a lot to get um, contact information, uh, email addresses, things like that. And then, um, yeah, I'm trying to think of some other ones that we're using there pretty oftenly. But um, yeah, I would say those are, those are the top two that I, I typically use. And then just also the, uh, the company investor relations sites are usually fantastic for getting information too. Yeah, so yeah. getting, you know, 10Ks and things that, that um, obviously a lot of the uh, strategic initiatives are all outlined there for all the, the companies that um, going after in the Fortune, Fortune 1000. So those, those have been, I would say, those have been really the top three things that I've, I've used. Great, great. And, and you have been, uh, you know, uh, successful throughout your career, especially selling to enterprises. If you could uh, share some of your best practices, Pete, as to, you know, what, what worked for you really well, some of your learnings, learnings from some of the uh, the losses, if you had, if you met, right? We, we, we all had some of the losses too, right? So if you could, uh, you know, that, that would be great for our listeners, uh, Pete. Yeah, yeah. I, um, so one of the things I learned from a loss, uh, which which I thought was one of the most 
the, the better losses that I've had is, um, is approach. And, uh, I've, I, I've come to realize that approach, I feel like is the, the most, I would say the most, um, underrated or one of those things that's not really looked at by, by a lot of salespeople is the, the approach. So, you know, a lot of, a lot of people, um, I would say when they're, when they're selling or presenting, you know, they, they talk about the problems that maybe exist in the industry that they're talking to. And they talk about um, where they've helped other customers and show some results and things like that. But the, the, the piece in between that, the approach, I feel like is, um, is one of the most powerful pieces there because, and it's, and it's a thing that really, I would say, differentiates you as a, as a, as a, as a vendor over the others is, is your unique approach to the market. And um, I would say one of the one of the losses I had was it was uh, it was product I was selling the company or the, the the customer I was was talking to had had all these uh, requirements that they'd come out with and uh, you know we we received the requirements we uh, filled out the response it was uh, it was an RFI at the time I think and um, you know we 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 came back in we presented to them and uh, we got our grading back from the from the, the prospect and they said you guys met all the requirements better than anybody. And, uh, you know, some of the capabilities you had were uh, far and away better than the, uh, you know, the other guys. And then they said, we're not going to shortlist you. And I was baffled. I said, you know, how does, how, how can that possibly be? And they said, um, you know, the, there were some different criteria that we were looking at, um, you know, obviously technology fit, business fit, you know, those were, were key, but uh, approach they said you didn't score on well. They said you, you know, you were basically doing it, you know, the way that we're 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 already doing it today. You're just you're just doing it a little better. Uh, these other guys had come in with a completely different approach that we'd never heard of. So we can't, we couldn't really put down our requirements when we don't know that exists yet. So it was almost like, uh, you know, you're coming in with a with a better mousetrap, and these guys are coming in with a whole new way of catching mice. So. You know that was uh, that was kind of eye opening to me was was that uh, you know that approach piece I feel like is um, is is key and just you know having uh, obviously having having uh, some social proof to show okay here's other 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 companies we're working with and that have been successful but you know here's our approach and here's why we've taken this way um, when we built built out the, uh, the the platform or the software that um, that we're selling. So I feel, I feel like that is, uh, you know, that's been one of the things I've, I've learned. It's, it's not just about, uh, okay, you, you have a need, we've identified the need, we have a fit, uh, we meet the requirements, but, you know, you also have to have a unique approach and be able to do it. Um, and it has to align with, with the approach of the, the customer. So the customer has to say, okay, I believe in that and I think that's going to work and I'd like to go that direction versus, you know, what we're doing today. I think that's a, that's a very good point, uh, Pete. Uh, similarly, any 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 other learnings that you want to share from some of your big wins, or talk about that? Uh, yeah, I would say that we go back to the the alignment. Yeah, it's it's you know any any time that there's um, and and that's where I would say it's changed a lot over the years since I've been in the technology space is is just how customers buy. So when I kind of started in the enterprise software space, it was still a lot of stuff was on prem on premise and. Um, People were still buying, I would say, in bigger, bigger chunks, and uh, you know, you're you were 
a lot of times doing initial deals are a lot, a lot larger. And in today's world, I feel like it's changed a little bit with the whole consumption economy and the way that some other vendors are selling, you know, on that approach of, uh, you know, just buying what you need. And, you know, you're almost like electricity. You just, uh, you know, when you turn it on, you pay for it. And when you turn it off, you, you don't, you don't pay for it anymore type of type of uh, thing. So that, that different, um, you know, go to market strategy has changed. I would say buyers desire today to, you know, start, start smaller and um, do, do almost more or less pilot in a production rollout, more or less where, you're you're rolling it out in production, but you're buying a small piece is almost to to test the waters and say, you know, is this something really I like and my people like, and then then I'll I'll do do something larger once I once I I get in and, and dip in a little bit. So and that and that's you know it's it's I think a lot of uh, a lot of companies just need to need to understand that that's um, that's the way yeah, companies want to buy. And there's no there's no there's no fighting that wave. You know, it's uh, the customer is king, and if, if that's the way they want to go, you know, the, the um, you know the, the technology providers need to need to adapt to that. Yeah, the good old days of uh, big bang approaches have <laughs> no longer there, right? Well, it's still there's still you know I would say there's still big bang approaches, but it's just um, you know it needs to be a lot of times either a lot. I would say a lot of the bigger bangs I've seen are more expansions now. So. There, you know, after a smaller initial purchase, there's a bigger bang. Or it's, uh, you know, a lot of times when it's a new, a new purchase with a new technology, it's it's replacing something that's already existed, and it's saying, okay, we've already we already know that the value in this type of technology, if you can provide something better or it's a better line, we'll switch it out, and that you know, those. Those those are still happening too, but I would say there's a lot more of the starting starting at a smaller scale and then and then gradually gradually growing into it. So let's let's get to something a little more uh, personal. I mean, what, what I have seen in both from my experience and also some of the teammates and colleagues that I work with, each one of us has a down day, right? We, there are times when we hit a rut, we hit a slump. How how do you handle that? How do you get back get back to doing what you're good at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, there's always there's always down days. Um, yeah, I mean, you just kind of sometimes I, I will try to take a almost take a take a persona of um, you know especially when you're when you're trying to if your pipeline's low or things like that and you you really got to start um, you know doing some more more outreach and uh, prospecting you know just kind of take a look at it like hey this is uh, almost I'm, I'm I'm playing a role here and uh, you know almost look at it like like you're acting or something and it's like okay it's not you know you're you're not um, I would say you're not uh, down on on Pete Galdi you're down on this I would say this uh, part I'm playing in this in this movie as the as a prospector so those are some of the things that I'll just kind of take into you know just in the back of my head is like oh, okay I'm playing, I'm playing a role and my role is is you know pick up the phone and dial <laughs> you know whatever comes out on the other end it's uh don't take it to heart it's not uh it's not you it's the it's the it's the role of the the actor you're playing in the movie here so things like that and then uh, you know obviously obviously um you know keep crunching away and look look you know go go find things that um may you know may make it easier too so using some of the tools that are out there using using some of the research doing doing more research is going to help you and in conversations and things like that. So, you know, those are all things that I've, I've done to just help in some of those downtimes a little bit. <clears throat> yeah, no, no, those are very good points. Uh, thanks for that, Pete. Uh, I'm sure some of us will learn from that. And and, and I, that's the first time I've heard uh, of, uh, you know, look as if you are in some kind of a play, right? You know? <laughs> <laughs> 
And then, yeah, that, that's pretty good. You know, while, while you're working from home during this lockdown and uh, we, we all had some funny experiences, we'd love to know if, if you had something that you would like to share with us. Yeah, I wish I had some more funny stuff. Uh, you know, that's the thing. I think uh, perspectives have changed a little bit during during this pandemic. And uh, I mean, I've, I've, uh, I've had my kids banging into my office numerous times. And you think, what was it, maybe five years ago that uh, I think about that, uh, that YouTube video where they where the uh, the guy was on the news and they, and the kids came in and it was like you know all over YouTube it was like a, a, a it went viral the video and now it's like hey that's that's normal that's that's every day <laughs> and it's, it's not funny anymore you know there's no there's no humor in that it's like everyone's everyone's dealing with it so yeah. um, I I would say I've had some funny moments if it was five years ago but <laughs> maybe not this, maybe not the same the same humor if it was if it's if it's today's world but you know other than just uh other than just uh showing up to zoom meetings and people forget that their camera's on and you know maybe maybe, maybe we're, we're we're dressed the way that they they wanted to uh other than that nothing that's 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 uh strikingly humorous yeah. and you're, you're right everyone is in the same boat right so it's much and and any favorite books or um, podcasts that you would like to recommend, uh, Pete, to other sales guys? Yeah, so I've been I've been on the um, uh, one of the uh, the Audible train there a little bit. So I've been uh, doing more listening than reading. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I usually some of the ones I like are not uh, anything different there. But the uh, one one I just just read there, Malcolm Gladwell's uh, Talking to Strangers, and I really. I really love his writing style. It's uh, I know he's he's one that probably everyone uh, everyone brings up as a as a you know ones they like, but I just love his writing style and the way that he he kind of like entrenches you in his books, the way he describes things, and uh, almost the different perspectives that he lets you lets you um, you know brings to the surface that you didn't you didn't really think about. So you know the one talking to strangers was was really about how you when 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 we're we're meeting with strangers and people that we don't know, we don't, we don't necessarily know that the way that they act and when they don't act aligned to the way that we think, then, um, you know, then, then there's, there's problems. So they <laughs> given the example of like Amanda Knox and Bernie Madoff and <clears throat> like Bernie Madoff, everyone, there were so many people that brought red flags about him, but the way that he acted as, you know, there's no way I'm guilty. No one, no one thought it was true. So everyone kind of wrote it off just because of the way he acted and, um, you know, found out he, he was guilty, but then the opposite was, uh, was Amanda Knox, just the way that she had, she had acted in, in public and acted in the courtroom and things like everyone assumed she was guilty, but it, you know, what it wasn't. So it was, it was, uh, you know, that, that perspective on things, I think, and what, what he does is, is is great oh yeah no that's that's definitely a good book uh thanks for that uh if you could um you know uh there are things uh that each one of us believe in right on a day-to-day basis there are there are cons- there are perspectives misconceptions if you may or whatever it is i wanted to get to the point where i'm talking about what is one thing that you strongly believe in about sales or how to approach sales which you feel your peers or others do not it's not a common belief <clears throat> Yeah, I would go back. I would go back to the, uh, you know, really the approach, the approach of. Um, so, I mean, I, I would say part of it is picking the, the company you work for, too. I mean, um, you need to, I would say, gravitate to a company that has a unique technology or a unique approach to solving a business problem. And, um, you know, because those are the things that get get people's attention, I would, I would say. And, uh, you know, you look at some of the, 
the, the great technologies out there, you know, they, they a lot of times they they come in with a different approach. I mean, I mean, you know, Salesforce didn't really bring anything different with a with a CRM system. They were just really came in with it. Okay, it's cloud, so it's a different different approach to providing CRM. You know, and they and, and, and you know take other examples like that too. There's there's other ones that um, had had come to play. I, I you know one that I competed against um, in the past. MuleSoft was one that kind of brought the whole integration piece of connecting data from point A to point B and did it through through APIs versus you know the way that was being done in the past. So they they brought that unique approach to to moving data from from one place to another. So those those are you know those are the things I think when you're looking at a company you got to look at look at that and if it's um you know and if it's uh if it's a company that doesn't have really a uh, great name or a great uh, you know those are those are hard to get in the door when you're when you're not um, you know bringing something unique there to the market. If you could uh, if you could tell us some of your uh, best days on the job, what what have been your best days, or how do you define those uh, for yourself? Yeah, I would say it's uh, it's really three things. Um, so you know, in sales, obviously everyone everyone would would say that uh, you know getting getting deals closed is is usually the best day, and those those are great. I'm not gonna not gonna lie; those are those are definitely fantastic. But I would say there are also also two other ones too. It's to me, it's usually. When you're when you're getting when you're really trying hard to get a meeting with a prospect at a higher level and you you get the acceptance of that 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 to me is usually great too because you know you're you're chasing after someone you have something great to show them and you know it's it's hard a lot of times when you you know especially in a in a company that's that's not well known to get those get those meetings a lot of times at uh, higher up so that 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 those those days are usually great when you get an acceptance on that then obviously when when you get a, a signature get a deal closed but then also when you get um you know i would say get through a su- success with the with the customer too so you know if you have a, a a customer that does like a like a case study or present and they're presenting and saying how successful they've been with the, with the product that you've you were the one that that helped bring it in there. You know, those are those are great days too. So those 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 three, I think, are are all up there as far as uh, you know, great great days in in uh, in sales roles. Yeah, so totally agree with you. I mean, especially the second one, right? I mean, when you are able to get in front of and get that meeting with the key contact that you've been trying, you know that everything will start falling in place after that, right? So that's that's pretty awesome. Are, are you guys currently hiring? If if you are, um, if, if someone is interested, how do they reach out? Um, um, so yeah, like I said, I'm you know recently in a new 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 company there under under SAP so things are still I would say still kind of mid mid acquisition point here but um yeah I would say definitely if um you know if 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 um you know people are in that uh, we're always always looking for um you know definitely um people in different roles obviously and if anyone had had any experience in the the process mining and and uh, process automation, process modeling space, like there's 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 definitely going to be need for more resources in, in those areas too. So you know, I I would welcome any any um, leads that way that are that are that are looking looking in that space or have that type of experience. And probably just reach out to your website or LinkedIn and apply if they find anything interesting. I guess. Yeah, no, definitely just reach reach out to me on LinkedIn is is great. Awesome, Peter Galdi. Very good. Peter, we, we did get a lot of advice on the call today. Uh, you know, greatly appreciate that. 
but finally uh, for for the people just like us who are selling into enterprises any advice that you strongly would like to share with them yeah i mean i, I would i would say it's the uh, you know the the alignment the approach and then you know it's got to it's got to deliver too so you got to have a good uh, you know so those things i would say you know having having the alignment to business priorities is is key second one is the approach and then the the um you know the 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 third one is i i would say a lot of customers want to see some sort of social proof to say okay you know i don't i don't really want to be the guinea pig show me where it's been show me where you've done it before show me show me this type of thing so what's the what's the value of it you know is it is it cost savings is it you know, revenue generating, what, what is this gonna, gonna do for me in the end and where, where has it been done before? So, you know, those things I think are, are key, uh, any, any part of a, a sales cycle. And, and, um, you know, a lot of times when you're, you're building a business case and, um, you know, most companies need that too, to have that is, um, you know, be a, make sure those, those things go in is, is showing that alignment, you know, what is, what is the approach? What, what, um, you know, what are they doing today? How is this hindering you meeting those those goals or those initiatives based on what's in place today? And then how can our technology help you get to those to those goals and where have we done it before? Thanks for uh, your time today. It has been great. Uh, greatly appreciate it. Thanks for joining, uh, Pete. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please do subscribe to the podcast and I will greatly appreciate if you can leave a review. If you have any suggestions for future guests or any feedback, please write to me at zia at sellingtoenterprises.com. See you on the next episode. Thank you.